Welcome to the Fumble to the End Zone podcast. My name is Sean O'Connor. With me as always, Uncle Johnny. Hello, everyone. Um, in case you're wondering, Shohei Otani is still in Southern California. He is signed with a baseball team for an absorbent amount of money with unprecedented deferrals. Baseball needs a uh, salary cap. You keep chewing. He's almost there, folks. I'm almost there, folks. <laughs> egg, sa- egg sandwich on a Sunday. This is a Sunday morning uh, podcast, so we're not used to eating at this time. All right, well, Sean, whether they need a uh, a cap or anything, th- this is definitely going to lead to some sort of uh, work strife in the near yeah. future because, as I said to you yesterday, when he signed for that money, and you had brought up the fact that they're paying him and Mookie Betts a billion dollars between the two of them. Mm-hmm. And you sit there and you're like, look, if, if, you know, even if a $700 million contract over 10 years, even if you started the first two years at $25 million, uh, you know, and it should be 70 and then you get, but then you sh- you showed the uh, post where they, they're deferring, mo- he's getting paid nothing. Like, and he, according to him, so he wanted to do this to not hamstring the Dodgers. But here's my thing. Why wouldn't every free agent do this who wants to go to a team with a chance to win? I, I, and, and the reason they don't is because it's probably not right, and it's going to get shut down. They're not going to let teams do this. Yeah. It doesn't make – so the Dodgers – so next year, and I'm just saying for argument's sake, the Dodgers could sign Juan Soto for $600 million and say, Juan, don't take the money until whenever. And I'm just using him as a thing. Yeah. And then to, to a year after that – uh Whoever comes out after that, hey, we'll give you a $400 million contract, but we'll pay you. First of all, I don't know where they're paying these people all at the end. They got to pay something. I mean, baseball, it shows you two things. Baseball is loaded with money. I know it's the Dodgers, but baseball is loaded with money. Because if they start paying people at the end, that means, look, they get all of these. Every one of these franchises, or most, I think almost all of them now, have TV deals. Mm-hmm. Then they get paid from the national TV, from the, from the national TV deals. So they all have money. It's just now, what are we going to do? We're going to live in a world where an accountant gets creative and this is going to dictate where people go and and what people do. You know, they should all want to go to a place where A, they want to win and B, they want to be. Mm-hmm. I mean, I told you that story about the John Giancarlo Stanton. He didn't want to stay with Miami. They offered him that money and he stayed. Mm-hmm. Now he did end up getting traded. But point being, that shouldn't that isn't how it should be either. You stayed in a place where you wanted to because of money. Now, what if he would have said, okay, listen, at that time, whatever that contract was, $330 million over 13 years or whatever it was, what if he would have said, hey, you know what? I made enough the last few years. I'm a single guy or whatever he is. Fuck it, only pay me $5 million a year and go out and get more people. You know what I, I mean? But this this wasn't an option. It's just, I, I think it'll definitely, it, this is going to slow things down. But teams are going to get pissed. Um, you would think smaller market teams won't won't even get involved in this, but why wouldn't you say, "Hey, listen, come here. Look, we already got a good team. We'll just pay you on the back end." I'm sure Toronto's kind of pissed too because they quote unquote smaller market, but they went in and they were more or less used as leverage. I mean, that was it. Um, according to Steve Cohen, the uh, agent for Otani never reached out for a formal contract offer. Not one. So that tells you everything you need to know. He was not interested in playing in New York whatsoever. 
I will say this helps the Mets in the fact that I don't think the Dodgers will be all in on Yamamoto. But then again, if he defers all of his money, who gives a shit? <laughs> so <laughs> that's what I mean. It's it's sick. And um, I don't understand why Pete Alonso wouldn't agree to an extension of similar ilk then. Like, Pete, we will pay you 10 years, $270 million. You'll get $7 million a year for the next 10. And then over the next 10 after that, we'll pay you off. But big guy. Well, you sure late. You know, that is what I'm trying to say. And then he could say, okay, can you go out and get a few more other people? Uh, you know, maybe you bring in some other, you know, bring in an arm, bring in this. It just does it, it. This this is going to end with this also did. You know, Scherzer's getting paid by three teams this year. Thanks to deferred money. <laughs> well, exactly. But like I said, this is what, look, everybody makes fun of the Bobby Bonilla. He gets a million dollars a year until whenever, until he's 70 something years old. They all do this. This every I don't know. Everybody makes it a joke about the Mets. This has been going on since contracts have been signed. Somebody started it and said, "Look, I'll take money at the end." Because here's the deal: they're done playing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure their pensions are nice, you know, compared to the average person a month. But you don't think these guys want a million dollars a year, two million dollars a year at, at the end when they retire at forty and they live to seventy? So here's the thing: like people always talk about, like in the lottery. What would you do? Would you take the bulk, like the the, the main dump at the beginning or the 35-year annuity or whatever it is? I would always go annuity. Always. I don't care if it's 18 million a year over the next 35 years. Every year I'm getting $18 million. Right. And I don't have to overthink, well, I have $787 million in the bank. <laughs> now what do I do with it? I just go, 18 well, million, let's have a good year. That's what I mean. You could do that on the because you got that guaranteed money coming. Mm-hmm. I always said it depended on the amount. Well, I'm saying like really, I'm saying similar to deferral payments in baseball. No, no, no. I get it. No, but I just said the amount. Like you said, if it was a billion dollars, and you say, okay, I'll get the payment the billion dollars over 26 years, makes sense. Yeah. If it's 500 million, and you say, you know what, fuck it, I'll cut it to 250 because that comes off right off the bat. Yeah. So you walk away with about 160. Well, I'll take the 160 because I can. First of all, what am I going to do with 160 million dollars? I couldn't spend it if I tried. Yeah. And then you invest that, you're going to get up to the 500 million at some point in time after a few years. Um, first thing I'm doing is I'm calling Steve Cohen and just asking, can I buy a two percent stake? That's that's it. Can I would please? call him and say, I would call him and say, I want 51 percent. Like Steve, I want two percent and a box. That's it. That's all I want. Mm-hmm. Forever. That that's all I want. And we're we're partners. <laughs> and we're partners, and that's it. And uh, yeah, Shorty. So I just don't like. I, I don't. Oh, and that was my point. We talked about this uh, during the season when show just before Otani was gonna. You know, we were talking about him being a free agent. What they should have done too is Otani was the guy. He was the outlier. Five hundred million. Every team should have been like, I'm not going over that. Yep. Then no other player could have asked for more because we said he's a two way player. Beauty. Now you've said it's two hundred million over that. So Juan Soto next year, he could ask for $550, $600 million because you can't say, well, you're making more than Otani. We're not doing it. He's going to get it. And it's ridiculous. So you've done, you're letting these, and I'm not saying average ball play. Look, none of them live up to this money. It's ridiculous. And players in the past were better than these guys. I'm not saying, Otani does both. and, And I get that. But I'm just saying, plays in the pay. You're not going to tell me that they play. You know, l- let me ask you a question. George Brett wasn't worth seven hundred fucking million dollars. Mike Schmidt, uh, 
Willie Stargell. I, I mean, you can go through all of it. And I'm just talking about people from the 70s, I, even though Stargell played in the 60s. I'm talking guys who played predominantly 70s and 80s. And don't give me that shit. Ah, they wouldn't have hit pitching today. Fuck off. <laughs> they would have they hit 600. Pete <laughs> Hernandez in these ballparks with these pitchers would have batted at 350 with 40 home runs. And he still would have struck out 40 times a year. Yep. And he he would have been a perennial MVP. It's it's ridiculous. But I hope, like I said, look, every sport's killing themselves. I hope this is this doesn't kill baseball, but they could definitely be a stoppage soon. Uh, you know, after this one runs out. Yeah. I mean, I would not be surprised. I mean, I'm all for the players getting their money where they can get it. I'm absolutely all for that. You only have a limited time where you could play. Most guys don't even hit the 10 years for the for the full pension. And so I understand. I just don't like the circumvention of the luxury tax mm-hmm. in order to do this. It's a lot like what the NFL used to do with their salary cap and still do. 100, 100%. And you're like, the Saints were over were 150 million over the cap last year. And now all of a sudden have 15 million to spend. And you're like, what the fuck happened? Oh, they turned this into a bonus. They did that. They did this, the other. Oh, so wait, I would just pay everybody in bonus then. Correct. And my cap would always be zero. Sure. And the 49ers did that in the nineties. Like that's, that's what they did. That's exactly what they did. Now, did they pay for it for a couple of years with a shitty team? Yeah, they did. But what was the difference? They always had a shot. Yeah. And they always had, they were signing players. And every year they added a megastar. Yep. So, like, I just, same with the Cowboys of the 90s. Like, I don't understand. Well, they, most of their guys were drafted, but. They they had most, yeah. Yeah. But they had a few guys like Deons and Ken Nortons of the world that came in. But I just. But if you think about it, look what happened, too. Just what we were talking about. Deon and Ken Norton. Who the hell did they play for? The 49ers and the the Cowboys. They just kept going back and forth. But that's. But that's what I'm saying. So one of the teams, wherever they were the year prior, they were able to sign with the team after, and that team was already loaded. And you're like, how the fuck are they signing this guy? Mm-hmm. And meanwhile, I'd be like, the Giants can't get a fucking uh, punt returner <laughs> <laughs> for, for five hundred for five hundred thousand. I just, yeah, I, I, I think that everything needs, baseball needs a hard salary floor. Every team should be spending at least sixty million dollars. I would say 70, but Shohei's not going to get all of that. So in in during his contract. So every Even team 75, Sean. Every team should spend at least 75 a million. You're getting, because you know what they make I'm sorry, go ahead. You go first. I was saying the same thing you were going to say. They're getting tons of money through the TV deals, plus luxury tax penalties are going to these teams. Like, fuck you. Why do you get this money when you're not trying? And, and look, and we're also thought, you know, this isn't their business yeah this is their toys you know these owners i understand look i'm not telling anybody to take on a team and lose money it doesn't make sense because then you would sell it my point being is most of these guys take on this money they've made money in another industry they've either sold that business or whatever so this is their their toy they shouldn't say well i'm only going to spend 40 million because between the luxury tax on the other teams that i'm going to get money from and tv deals local tv deals uh national TV deals. I'm going to get, it, it's not about all of that profit. You you want your team to succeed. And you'll still make profit. And, and you're still going to make profit. It's just, 
Sean, just the thing. So I agree with you. So I said 75 million uh, floor. Every team spend at least, and that's that's not even a lot nowadays. But at least pay. And, and here's the thing too. You know, the Rays could stand to pay 70. They don't need a $60 million payroll. Another $15 million, one more ball player, maybe that puts them over the edge. Or maybe they get two decent ball players for seven and a half apiece. Maybe that's the difference. Because you know what? We're sick of hearing about them every year. And like, like we said, remember, they ran off with it. They, were, they didn't even win their fucking division. So there goes all of that talk about, hey, they do it. Let's do it the raise way. Do it the raise way for what? The lead for fucking half a season and then get caught by a young team that was better than you? Okay. Yeah, that's a nice model. <laughs> um, the other aspect of that, too, is it all goes back to the Oakland A's. They... <clears throat> Spent no money on players, had a few nice years. Now everybody does things their way. And on top of it, now they've left the city they were playing in that loved that team more than anything. Look at this. Oakland has lost three professional franchises in the past 10 years. They lost the Raiders. They lost the uh, Golden State Warriors who are now in San Francisco across the bridge. And now you've lost the fucking A's who have been there forever. Like, if anything... The only people that have fucked in this entire situation are the Oakland A's fans. I agree. And to me, Sean, this only states the fact that I really think we should just get rid of Oakland. We should just annex I mean, it out. If we could cut around it and have it just sink into the ocean, that's fine. Why not? They don't have any teams. Mm-hmm. Let it go. Um, one other thing is, uh, did you see another team that perpetually doesn't spend enough money, even though they have a ton of talent, and could be better over the could have been better over the past 30 years. The Baltimore Orioles are up for sale. Yeah, Finally. Which is crazy. Finally. Yeah, no, just when they're t- making a turn. I think he waited for this or the owner. You know, yeah. he wanted no, he but that this is what he waited. They're on the upswing. The team should be good mm-hmm. for a bunch of years. But sure, they are a team. Like I said, yeah, well, and okay, so let's let's get the topic to Juan Soto being traded. Mm-hmm. Okay, and this is will segue into the Soto trade because I know the Yankees gave up some pitching for him and and whatever. And one of the guys was the pitcher of the year in the play, in the in the minors and Michael King, who Michael King was a reliever and a starter. I mean, we're talking about him like he's Dennis Eckersley, though. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, yeah. can we fucking pump the brakes a little bit? But uh, you know, it's there was no other team. And for and here's my thing too. I, Juan Soto is a nice ball player. He's young. He's had good. He's been playing since he was eighteen. I'll give you an. Is he? I still is the guy a forty one thirty guy. I still never seen it. You know what I mean? And his batting average seems to go down every year. Also, so let, let's. He's just like everybody else, to be quite honest. You know, he walks one hundred and twenty times. Okay, you know, I, I get that. But uh, and I'm not shitting on him. He, he's yeah. a good ball player now, today's day and age. But. Is is one? He's not going to be worth the fucking money. He's going to try. I don't. He's not even worth thirty three million dollars a year this year. But there wasn't another team on the cusp that could have pulled off this trade for this guy for the one season and try and tried to go for it and not even give a fuck if he left. Okay, at least we got him for the one year. And Baltimore was what you know. Baltimore couldn't have done this. Uh, the Cubs are trying to. I, I I still Bellinger. I guess is is not so. Bellinger wants ridiculous money. Did you hear what he? I mean, it's. Like two fifty, right, or some shit. So, so st- this guy was almost out of baseball. <laughs> yeah, he got, he got, you know, fucking D- the Dodgers got rid of him, and you know, it's, it's, so, it's crazy. Go ahead. I'll, I'll give Soto some credit here. 
Uh, the only year where his average was below 275 was the year Washington traded him to San Diego. Okay, so what did he, he finish? What did he finish last year at? 275 with a 410 OBP, uh, 35 okay. homers, 109 RBI. No, I, I knew the I knew 132 yeah. walks. No, I knew I knew the the power stats for that. So he hit 275. All right, like I said, I. I it doesn't matter to me with this new age things that batting average doesn't matter. They're stupid, but okay. So he did it 275. He actually, the only year he's had more strikeouts than walks was his rookie year. Yeah. I don't think he can. No, he's a nice, he's a nice ball player. And I, okay. So he bucks the norm of, yeah. of some of the, of some of the talent. Well, I'm, they- I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just saying I'm surprised by that. I, I yeah. his stats, I thought they had dropped more as well. So. No, I, no, I, I didn't. His, his power numbers are there, you know. Considered, yeah. I mean, like I said, he's not forty. He's still never been a forty-one thirty guy. What I'm saying is, I think his averages slipped a little in in the past few years. But if he had two seventy-five and 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 the trade year, you know, I guess getting used to it. But his best my, year was like, twenty twenty over sixty games. So yeah, I don't, I don't count that. Neither do I. That, that year was. I mean, the Dodgers they didn't win. It's ridiculous. I said that you put a banner up for that. You put a world champion. Come on, fuck out of here. <laughs> you should be embarrassed. The Dodgers should be embarrassed. Um, it's like the Reds with the nineteen nineteen World Series. Are you kidding me? Come on, <laughs> the fucking team threw it. You should be embarrassed. You should put an X through it. This don't count. <laughs> team was completely inferior. They should have got their ass kicked in fucking five. Was that five out of nine? No. It yeah, was, it was. It was five out of nine. They won five, five out of nine. They should have got their ass kicked in five games. It shouldn't have even been a series. And you put up a flag. Okay. I, I get you. We won. No, you didn't. <laughs> no, you didn't. Don't claim that. You can't keep that's uh, ridiculous. But uh, it, so that's what I mean. So so the, the Cubs were trying to do something. They couldn't have made a, a, a shot for that. The Orioles were the perfect team because they have talent in the minors. Yep. So they couldn't get. They couldn't look. And I know you don't want to get rid of all of it. But what's comparable to once you heard what the Yankees were doing? Whoa, hold on a second. Mm-hmm. You couldn't have gotten to negotiations with them and said, wait a second, we got pitching and we even got a couple of player people that you can fucking take. Yeah. Just to get them for the one year. And you know what? Maybe he does make that team that much better in that in that one year. And then after he wants to go, okay, fuck it, leave. We don't care. But we're taking a shot. We won 100 games without you. Maybe we won 105. Yeah. Maybe we won 95. But maybe we get in the playoffs and you get hot. That's it. It was it was worth the one year for him. So they could have done it. Um, I think a few teams on the cusp really. And this look and 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 let's get this straight from me and Sean. This ain't uh, sour grape med shit. I don't care if the guy if they sign him next year, that's fine. The year after, whatever. If that's in their plans, I. But I don't care that they didn't trade for him this year because because the Mets Mets aren't where they are. So that doesn't matter to me. Um, they didn't need a one year rental. Also, you know, to me, still giving. In other words, the Mets weren't on the cusp. So if they gave up people and then the guy walked after the year, it's stupid. Mm-hmm. But the Orioles could have afforded that. The Orioles could have given away, still had talent in the minors, and grabbed the guy in and let him walk, and maybe something happens. That that would have been the equivalent of the Jose Baez trade for the mm-hmm. Mets. Only you just have the guy for longer. Definitely. Well, we lost a guy like Pete Crow Armstrong and, and a couple other players. Crow is going to be a starter this year in center field. The that's, Mets could have a, absolutely used him. They could have played Nimmo and left, gotten a guy in right, DJ Stewart or Adam Duvall or whoever's out there, and you still could have had a nice lineup. Like I, I just hate the way the Mets did that. Well, and as they say, you got to give up someone to get it. But I, I don't know. Did you have to? He's, you know what? 
I I hope he does well. Now that Jared Kelenic, he got <laughs> traded to the Braves, so superstardom, here we come. Yeah. Because you know what? The Mets definitely got the best end of that deal, you know, yeah. up until now. I mean, withstanding Diaz getting hurt last year. But now this kid, I mean, this kid really is overmatched in the major leagues. And even when he showed spurts last year, he, he regressed right back to what he's been the two previous seasons. But now, whoa, all bets are off. They'll throw him in that left field platoon with uh with the kid who played short for a little bit. What the hell's his name? Uh, he's the forgotten man now. He played short when when oops, he played short a second when uh, not short because uh, Swanson was there. He filled in at second when Albies got hurt. I cannot think of his name. I know who you're talking about. You know who I'm talking about? Chiz Grissom, another Grissom. Is that another Grissom or is that? I thought Grissom played center. No, 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 Gr- no, Gr- yeah, well, whatever. They, and he he was the odd man out when Albies came back. He played well for them for a little bit. Yeah. Vaughn Grissom? There you go. What do I have him listed as? Shortstop. Yeah, that's so, so he when Swan, he moved over and he played second. He got a couple of big hits against the Mets. He pissed me off because he was he came up to Michael Harris here. They all came up yep. and they all did well. Yep. So Vaughn Grissom, yes. So now he's supposed to, that's supposed to be their platoon in left field, righty left. Kelnick and Grissom. So now, you know, expect to, you know, Kelnick, you know, the Bugia this year, 15, 75, 310. <laughs> and his most damage will be against the American League, uh, the National League East. Not only be against the Mets. Of course. Well, that's the other thing that could happen too. So, um, and then get, getting back to the Juan Soto trade. And here's the thing too. Now, once again, don't think we're hating on the Yankees, but I will say this. Uh, yes, Juan Soto makes any lineup better because it stretches it out. Yes, it does. But where's the stretch in the Yankee lineup? Because here's the thing: after you got how I don't know who they're batting lead off. If it's going to be Verdugo, if it's going to be uh, Lemayu, but even that Lemayu, and I like DJ Lemayu, and I said the Yankees should have signed him. So I'm all for that. The guy's run into some bad luck. He's gotten hurt. He's not the same player. Okay, I get that. But that is the reality. He's not the same player. So wherever he bats, so then you got you got this. Tall Neanderthal, who's going to either bat, who wants to bat second when he should bat third. I think they should flip flop. He should bat especially if, especially if the other guy walks 130 times a year. Soto. So why wouldn't you bat him second and and judge third? But that's the new bait. Oh, get him as many bats as he, he fucking so stupid. So whatever your two three is, but then you get to Rizzo. Rizzo was fucking uh, almost out of baseball because of a head injury that he couldn't hit. Who knows? He's, so what is he bouncing back to? A 216 average and, and maybe 25 homers? So that's your four hitter. Uh, like you said yesterday, he doesn't hit like hit him like Schwarber does. No, no. he. But that's what I'm saying. He's not a 2, 215, 45, 46 guy. He's yeah. 215. Yeah, Sean, well, him, uh, why can't I think of the, the, the kid? Oh, Gleyber Torres. I know he's had a good, but he, he goes he goes missing for most of the season. Yeah, the book is still out on Volpe, the next G to Volpe. <laughs> you know, the book is still out on him. And then whatever combination of what else you have. So, I mean, the Yankee lineup, and, and now they're, they're like, oh, they're prohibitive favorites. First of all, they still have no pitching, starting pitching. So mm-hmm. they're the prohibitive favorites. Why? The Astros don't have a better lineup than the Yankees. The Rangers don't have a better lineup than the Yankees. I, Baltimore's got a pretty decent lineup themselves. So, I mean, uh, Toronto's got a good lineup if, the, if Vlad Guerrero Jr. ever finds his way again. But 
So I'm just saying, they all need pitching, except for Houston doesn't need pitching. Texas doesn't need pitching. So to me, that puts them ahead of the Yankees right off the bat. So, right. yeah, like ahead. I said, so, no, so I'm just saying this is the, the state of baseball. Like We just wanted to go over the stuff. There was really no other, none of the other big free agents have signed. Nobody's done anything. What bigger free agents, I should say. It's not. <laughs> I will say this. Oh, well, no, no, no. Uh, what's his name signed? Uh, the pitcher. Uh, who the hell was it? Rodriguez? Yeah, he signed with the Diamondbacks for 4 and 80. Uh-huh. And it was in, and didn't Did Snell sign with somebody? I didn't hear. No, didn't... no, it was Greg. It was Gray last week. That's right. So Oh, so Greg, Greg where did he yeah. go? I didn't hear. Let me look real quick. I thought it was him. Did he go to St. Louis? That uh, that might have been it. Yeah. Yeah, St. Louis Cardinals reportedly outbid a pair of potential suitors for Sonny Gray. Well, that's what we said. Remember, we we had the uh, when we were doing our beginning of the stuff. Yep. Cardinals had to go after pitching. I thought they would have gotten Ola, but they did. You know, but Sonny Gray teams people want to go there. How do they have money too? The Phillies. I, like I said, it's just Trey Turner, fucking Bryce Nola, the other pitcher. I think, Wheeler. I think, the, I, I mean, they have three big ones because I mean, I guess Wheel is coming towards the end, yeah. But they have three big ones between Turner, but then after that, Sean, I mean, look, are they, are they, you know, bigger? But Schwarber's was, to, you know, only a couple of years and whatever it was, 2025. 20, Castellanos is the same way, Riamuto is the same yeah. way. So, yes, they've signed big guys, but none of them are making a hundred million or yeah. more, you know, they were all under so. I think they do it okay the way they do it. The big one this week is going to be Yamamoto. Yes, correct. So we can get um, to that. So where does he land? If you had a guess, where would you say? I'm still. Not what you're hopeful for. Just where would you say? I truly think it's going to come down to Mets and Yankees. I truly believe that unless Toronto goes full court press on them. Um which they might, but does he want to play there? I doubt it. He's he's about legacy. He seems to care a lot about the Yankees' history. Um, supposedly, I read something yesterday that he does have a good relationship with uh, the Yankees' brass, but he really appreciated what the Mets did by going out there and and uh, meeting with him oh. on his on his <laughs> turf. Um, because I truly believe that God hates the Mets. I'm going to say he goes to the Yankees. I, I it's, That's my, my uh, feeling. He does. And I feel like David Stearns is modeling this team after the Milwaukee Brewers right now. And I'm getting frustrated because I'm like, David, you have money. You don't have to spend a little bit and try to find guys. You can go get guys. Go get Conforto. Go get Bellinger's money's a bit high. I would wait a little, wait him out a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. And then see if he's willing to come. And then maybe, then you can still push Nimmo to left or right, and he could be your everyday center fielder. Um, and he's more of a traditional center fielder anyway. So I, I would go that route. Um, I just, the Mets need pitching in the worst way. And so if they don't get Yamamoto, they really need to go after Snell hard. Um, I'd say they go after both of them. I, I mean, you have to. Yeah. Um, but here's, here's the biggest thing the Mets need to do also. And look, it's still early, and I'll give Stern 
a little bit of the past because it's early, you know, just feeling out. But but even the, the things we have now, the Joey Wendell, you had that Joey Wendell, you had Guillaume, who's a much better fielder. And how much of a much better hitter is Joey Wendell? And Guillaume costs you about $100. Yeah. So why get rid of him? And he's a good and, clubhouse guy. Well, not it, but Sean, he, you know what? He did a couple of years ago as a part-time player, even though we got, into about 120. He was up for a gold glove or he could have yeah. won a gold glove. And they just didn't know where to do it because he was that good at every position fielding. So I look, I is the guy ever going to hit? Fantastic. No, we get that. But neither is Joey Wendell. So <laughs> why did you get rid of what you knew for something that, and it's, once again, not shitting on Joey Wendell, but it, it, Joey Wendell is somebody you bring in when your whole club is already done. Mm-hmm. Guillaume is a guy, you keep him there because you know what you got. I mean, think about it. Say Beatty goes right down the shitter. And Vientos, I'm just saying. It's going to happen. They're still very high on him. Yeah, they could be. Yeah, they're very high, whatever they're smoking. (laughs) So say him and Vientos just still can't hit. But at the very least, you have Guillaume there to play third base and bat ninth. And Guillaume will now with Chavez going back to hitting coach where he was when Guillaume was hitting and had his big year. Correct. You now have the talent there as the coach to help him stay back and go the opposite way. Like he did where he was successful and, and hit the ball on a line instead of lifting it and everything else. Guillaume has always had a great eye. He had that what 27 pitch at bat in spring training one season. You literally took a guy that every team needs. Every team needs that guy and replaced him with a lesser version of himself. It's 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 crazy. And not only that, uh, Chavez hopefully helps out McNeil because yes. he was the hitting coach when he was there and he corrected him or got him back to what he was doing. Last year he went crazy. I would <laughs> tell McNeil he can't play golf during the regular season. <laughs> I think it fucks up his swing. Shawnee, I just, once again, I don't know how you can be that much of a head case. The guy has his first two years. Then he has the year he won the batting title, led the majors in hitting. You have enough film to look at and see what you were doing. And look, hitting a baseball the same way, the same time is one of the hardest. Your swing isn't going to always be 100% clean and perfect. That being said, you also get hit sometimes when you take a shitty swing or you're out in front or you're you're not staying back. The point of the matter is he had he he had a system of how to hit. It wasn't even spraying the ball. He would hit line drives to left field, finding gaps, finding the line. When he got the pull happy with the homers and he shit the tank that one year, you said, okay, this guy's got to correct it. Comes back and wins a batting title, like I said. Then last year goes back to the same, the top hand just coming over and hitting the ground, a two hopper to the first to the second baseman. Yep. Even and he was now he was a classic guy also. The shift never killed him. No. You could have had three guys on that side of the field. He was still hitting a ground ball to the second baseman and the first baseman. Didn't matter. So all that I talk horseshit about the shift. Oh, it's gonna take hits away. No, you saw it with Jeff McNeil. He was the same hitter, just topping the ball to second and first. So what did it but but if it would have been if the first baseman would have played the line a little more. And 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 the shorts and the third baseman was in short right field, and he happened to field it. Well, he hit into the shift. Didn't matter. It was yeah. still going to be an out. And you saw it all last year. Um, 
he got his car now, so maybe that'll change things. <laughs> you you were hoping that car was broken. Holy fuck. I never saw the media get so wound up about something. But all right, <laughs> let's move on to college football. Yesterday, historic news. Navy won, uh, Navy, uh, Army won their oh. second in a row against Navy. They also, <laughs> somebody was betting on that game because the over was 28 and a half, and Army, to end the game, took a safety to make it 17 to 11. So the final went over the 27 and a Did half. Did it go down to 28 and a half? Because when I was driving to work in the morning, they said 29. It was 27 and, and a half. Yeah. Oh, okay. So it did. Well, as it went, it was going down. I was like, you know, because last year, didn't they score? Wasn't it 17, 13 previous year? Yeah, it was year? like the first over in forever. The first over in forever. So I'm like, how many people is this going to entice to go over? Yeah. And then when I saw the score, because I was working, so when I saw the score, I said, I wonder how many people did. And they were like, fuck. <laughs> the ones who got in early were fucked. For the ones who got in very late, got very lucky. Um, well, so so you're saying it went off at 27 and a half? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So, good kudos to them. If... Yeah. I didn't bet it. All right. So, another historic <laughs> thing yesterday. A very close race for the Heisman. I do feel as though they got it wrong. But, I mean, to each his own. Everybody has their own ideas of what makes a Heisman what doesn't um I thought Michael Penix should have won it personally speaking I thought for the season he was the best player um I didn't think Marvin Harrison Jr. had as much of a chance not only just because he's a wide receiver and wide receivers usually don't get the love the way quarterbacks or even running backs have in the past just because in certain games like against Notre Dame and against Maryland he just didn't perform as maybe not Maryland there was another game in there where he just didn't perform to the level that you would expect of Marvin Harrison Jr. Exactly. So, but Jaden Daniels won it from uh, LSU. Uh, good for him. Uh, Care I, of I, Arizona State University. Uh -huh. You know, side of Arizona State University. Yeah. You know, Sean, we're going to see this a lot now, obviously, and we'll talk about the portal in a few minutes. We're going to see kids win the Heisman who started their career somewhere else. I mean, Joe Burrow. I mean, I like, you know, what's that? Joe Burrow, Cam Newton. No, no, no. I'm saying Joe Burrow, Cam Newton, uh, uh, the kid uh, Baker Mayfield, they all yep. started somewhere else. But I'm saying with the portal now, these kids might play in two or three different systems. Yeah. Now, he thanked in his speech, I don't know if you saw it, he thanked the Herm Winningham and all the coaches from yeah. Arizona State. And then, of course, Brian Kelly, who was in attendance, he talked about fairly, you know, hey, the guy could coach a Heisman, but he still can't win a national championship. <laughs> Which is sure which Sean is happy about. Uh actually I'll um, give I, I don't care anymore. Whatever. I'm more worried about Notre Dame than I am about LSU. No, no, I I know we only care. And you know what? At this point, I think he's far removed. Even though it's only been a couple of seasons, I think it's it, he's far enough removed to where you don't even think about it. and and I don't I don't necessarily know if he'll ever win with LSU and I, I don't know if he'll commit to the whole ten years. I don't so, know if they'll commit to the whole ten years. They have a <laughs> Like, I'm not saying that to be a dick. I'm just saying no. like, they they want to win. And if they don't, if they can't get over the hump of the Bamas, the Georgias, whomever else, maybe they're now with Texas and Oklahoma. I just don't see them being like, okay. Like, and now he looks even more foolish for going there. Yeah. With Texas and Oklahoma coming there. I mean, I don't, I don't know if Venables is the answer head coach for Oklahoma over the next couple of years. Because if they don't start winning some shit, I think there's, they're, they're, uh, higher-ups are going to be like, all right, well, this is fun. Let's move well, on. Well, it's funny how you say because now it, the college ranks has become 
minor league pro level of every just because of the whole stupid horseshit that and look folks when i say stupid yes i i don't think a college athlete some of these kids are making millions of dollars a year it's stupid it is they're they're amateurs uh, you you could say look if a kid wanted to play football and he was an actor on the side and he made a movie for 20 million dollars god bless him i couldn't you know i couldn't help it but he's an amateur in a sport and they're by giving him by giving him the amount of money they're giving these kids it is influencing where they go mm -hmm. and that is the part so that was the part and pause right off the bat hey you want to throw the kids five thousand dollars a semester give it to them all give it to kids who aren't even scholarship anybody who plays a fucking thing they get five grand at the beginning of a semester beauty okay the thought pro and we've talked about it before the whole thought thing, well, well, the colleges are making money. Okay, who gives a fuck? Who cares? It's, yeah, look, and, and I, but the university is what it is. And because people have gone there, they don't realize that the college in there was making money is all because of who in the past made it what it is. And guess what they were getting paid? Dick, ungats, nada, uh, whatever other word you could say for nothing. <laughs> they didn't well, get paid not, anything. At least not yeah. legally. Yeah, but but well, that's what I'm saying. But all in the past, that's what that's what makes these universities make money. Their history, everything else, you've taken that all away. So I mean, this transfer portal is ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> all of the names, all of these kids who aren't even—they're not even committing to schools for a year. It's just—it's—it's—it's it's, it's absolute insanity. So they have killed professional sports. Now they are killing the college uh, amateur sports. So they already did it in basketball without a transfer portal. They just killed it with the letting kids go right away. And now if college football, it, and as much as they're making these power conferences now, so what, it, they're just jumping from team to team anyway. My thing is also, I would say, hey, listen, you could transfer. Not taking away the year, the year really hurts because none of these kids would transfer if you didn't let them play for a year or they might do it and still play till they're 26 now which seems to be the norm but the minute these kids transfer you leave sam Hartman because I, out of this. i'll give you the case in point okay my you know the kids like you know my you know won't you if you change your major you know this doesn't work out or you know because you're going and this is in the same school so tell me these kids transfer and all their credits transfer with them to their stuff. They should be made. They should all have somebody on them that go to class with them and watch, make sure their class and their grades are getting done. What I don't know what you want to call it, an academic advisor, anything else. The fact that they could just go to somewhere and get paid for it, like it's a job. Yeah. No, you're taking somebody's spot at that college. You're taking somebody's spot who might need a scholarship, who's not going to make a ton of money over life, but they, they need that to go to school. It is stupid, it, it, and they're just destroying it. No, I agree with you. I mean, to an extent. I mean, I do feel that, at least in football, there should be something within the, the football scholarship that not to the level that they're getting paid now by – you know, boosters or, or corporations or whatever else where they should get some sort of stipend and that, simply because they are risking their physical, uh, uh, you know, whatever going forward. I mean, between head traumas or broken necks or things of that nature that could happen. So I totally agree with, with, with them getting something, but like you said, the amount of money and the transfer portal, I mean, Notre Dame's lost seven guys that all entered the transfer portal, two of them because they hated the wide receivers coach. The wide receivers coach got fired, and then two more left because they love the wide receivers coach. And you're sitting there going, "So we lost four you wide receivers, four. and for what? Like for love what? and hate? 
yeah, like so, and those guys aren't coming back now that they left. They're gone. Like Chris Tyree is now signed with Virginia. He's going home to Virginia, and I'm like, what yeah. the fuck, man? Like, like you're not getting them back. Yeah, so it's like sure. You know what? I, I I agree. You know what? That that whole getting hurt and my possibly career. That's something that's another thing that happened in the last twenty. Nobody worried about that before ever. These kids played a whole season. They all played bowl games. Nobody worried about getting hurt. My thing with that is, if you're so worried about getting hurt, and listen, you're not going to make a bazillion dollars, but you can't say what you're going to make after. You're not guaranteed dick after you leave the college ranks. You're not. That's part of it. So what you could do is offer these kids, hey, and insurance companies would jump on this because how many kids really do get hurt and never go and play again? In, in the next level, who do it? So offer them a, a fucking million-dollar insurance policy, have the college pay it or the kid pay it, whatever. I don't give a fuck who pays it. And then that's it. And it runs out after your four years or your three years or your six years or your 22 years of college, mm-hmm. whatever you go for, have it cover that. So if you do get hurt, you do get hurt, and you just say, well, it's a million-dollar insurance policy, maybe six, 700 grand. After. Well, that's a nice start towards getting some sort of other career because you're not playing football either way. So to sit there and say, we got to give them a million dollars, you know, every year for the four years, it's still nonsense. You could cover these guys and insurance policy, insurance companies would love this because they would pay out never Yeah. because none of these kids ever get hurt. Who's the last kid who got hurt and didn't have a career A big time in any of the sports. And everything, basketball, where I hear this predominantly is basketball and football. Name me the kid who was a fucking top flight recruit going to go into the the NBA, going to go into the NFL, who got hurt and never played another down. You know why you can't name it? Because it didn't fucking happen, and it never does. And all this shit that they got to get paid because they might not. It's all horseshit. And if you play with that kind of people didn't play with that stuff before. Play with it now. Don't sit there and say that. And the only people looking at you like that is people looking at you money gra- as a money grab. As Charles Barkley says, you're free, lead- you're, you're free loading friends and scumbag agents. They're the only ones <laughs> who are looking at you like that. I All digress. Right. Let's talk about this top four. So last weekend, we got I'm the chaos. Let's get, into the, let's get into the top four because so- I got something to say about this. Sunday, Sunday mornings are the day to do this. Uncle Johnny's raring to go. Oh, no, no work. It's his, daily, it's his day off. He's ready to rock. Yeah, I'm ready to go. All right. We got the chaos I wanted. Yes, we did, which was the, pretty cool. I just said The it. main guys, the main favorites won, and then Alabama beat Georgia. Like I said, that I thought they would. Mm-hmm. So our final four was Michigan, Washington, Texas, and then it came down to Florida State and Alabama. Typically, no matter what conference you play in, if you're undefeated, you won your conference championship game, you're in. And I would have agreed with them being in the four, 100%. Unfortunately, they had an injury a few weeks ago to the starting QB. And their second string QB got hurt in the Florida game, as we discussed. So the third string true freshman quarterback played against Louisville. He did not play well. And thusly, the committee felt that Florida State was not going to be adequate enough in the playoff. And they put Bama as the four seed. 
Here's my thing with this before you get fired up. No, no, go ahead. I don't disagree with the committee's decision necessarily, but the thing they kept saying was Jordan Travis got hurt. And I understand that. And we saw how they played against Louisville. And I also understand that. But the thing we're forgetting is the second string quarterback was out against Louisville. We don't know how good or how bad they would have played with him in the game because he got, he took a a dirty hit from Florida was concussed, was in the protocol, couldn't play. We don't know how they would have played in that game with the second string quarterback. So now not only are you fucking a team over because their main quarterback got injured, but you just fucked the team over because their backup quarterback got injured a backup who would have been ready to play by the time the playoff kicked off. So I'm glad this happened in the final year because if you're arguing about being number 12 or number 13 or number 14, guess what? Your team wasn't good enough in the first place. So now you're in a, you're in and you have a shot. Good for you if you're the 12th seed. But this year it really did fuck a team over. And I'm glad we're going to the 12th team. I mean, I feel bad the Pac-12 is no more. Um, I feel bad that teams teams that have been in the BCS that have competed in, in conferences like Washington State, like Oregon State, don't have anywhere to play next year. I think they're doing a thing with the Mountain West, but they're, they're fucked in regards to getting into the playoff. Um, Bama lost to Texas, so they did it the right way with Texas being above them. I just feel bad for Florida State. I feel bad for those kids. I feel bad for Jordan Travis, who feels guilty that his team is not in the playoff. I feel bad for the head coach of Florida State because his team did everything they could. He coached them up, got them ready for that game against Louisville, and they won. Like, now they got to go play Georgia in the fucking Orange Bowl. Like, that's not fun. That sucks. (laughs) (laughs) Like, of all the things you got to do, now you got to go play Georgia? Like, fuck. Like, and it's for nothing. It's for a bowl with some oranges in it. Like, yay. Like, well, all right. Well, okay. So, like we said, I think that's a big part of it, too, Sean. I think the reason that was done this year is because it's the last year. Mm-hmm. I think this committee made this decision based on, okay, look, we got to do it this year, whatever. Everybody will forget about it by next year because we're expanding. Mm-hmm. So, who's going to talk about a team getting fucked at four? to five when next year we're doing a new thing, you know, and we're going to go with it. So I think that was part of it. I think it was shitty personally. And I'll tell you the reason why, and look, you make the great points and you're, and this is what the other people said, but the bottom line is even losing what they lost and no matter how shitty they played, Mm -hmm. what you get, what you kind of had to expect, they still won. (laughs) They won. They didn't lose. This wasn't a, you didn't take two 11 and one teams and flip the coin. You did with all of that adversity that this team went through. They still went out and won. They finished with the perfect record. Did they play the same teams? No, but they're there. When they, when they do those rankings, Sean, you know, those better than me. Cause I, I know that they, they go down to decimal points and all kinds of horse shit in the computer. You know, somebody should just write shorthand on a, on a piece of paper and add it up. Well, they don't even do well, that now. I mean, now it's just our opinion. Like, yeah, okay. Or right, no, when it gets down to that, I'm just saying rankings of teams and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, the, the you know the, the the when they throw it in a computer. So they just they basically said this team had a really good year. 
they did. But we're taking them out because they don't deserve to go because somebody might not play. And yeah. they might have to play with this. But you're, you're, you took one person and you discounted the other, how many kids are on a college team? 52 is the same like the NFL? Like 60? 100. Yeah, 100. You took and you wiped them all away from getting a chance to prove that they belonged. Mm-hmm. Now, do I think they would have beat Michigan? I don't know. I, you know, Michigan to me, I still picking to win the whole thing. So I would say probably not. But could they have? See, they, they this thing with like TCU last year. When they're like, oh, you see, they didn't want another TCU native. TCU won that first game. They won the semifinal to go. They still had to beat Michigan to get into it. So to sit here and say, we didn't want another TCU. What, a team that won? So what if Florida State gets in and they beat Michigan? Not only are we ranking on Michigan, because that'd be two years in a row of losing to a, a team that they should have beaten to get into the final. But you're saying, okay, now Florida State really deserves it. So whoever they play in the championship, God bless. Maybe their luck goes. Maybe they do finish the, the season perfect and, and the national championship. You took that away. And their reasoning to me is horseshit. They shouldn't be allowed to make those decisions based on that. Um, and if you look at it this way, too, they also opened the season against LSU and beat the shit out of them at a neutral site. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on top of that, they ended the season at Florida and they beat them by two scores. Like, See, it's like, you know, they even played SEC teams and won the games. Like, and like you said, Sean, so the first and last and everything in between, they did what they had to do. Yeah. It, it, I mean, that was almost like, remember the year that, that Notre Dame did go mm-hmm. and be, play Alabama? Remember, remember all those tight games they had? They won on their last scores. Yep. A lot of things went their way. You remember that whole year was just holy shit. Last, imagine they were sitting around and they said, you know what? And I don't know who finished fifth and sixth and seventh that year. And they would have said Notre Dame was in a lot of tight games. Mm-hmm. They're not going to beat any. And they got their ass kicked by Alabama, let's face it. But they would have said they played a lot of tight games. We want a team that's more competitive. And, and they won their schedule, blah, 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 blah. Can you imagine if they would have done that? Because this is basically the same fucking thing. And I don't know that they might have played a couple of better teams in a row then. But they won four games, I think, or something like that in their last possession. Or, or a big stop. Didn't they have the stop also? They, it came down to a stop from the team on the goal line? Against Stanford. So, yeah, so if you would have said all of these games were so tight, why would we put them in it? Why would we let them play for a championship? It's just Florida State got fucked. And I feel the coach, I, can I tell you, he did his best to hold his tongue with still giving a lashing. He yeah. was 100% correct. If you're ever going to get mad, that's what has to happen. That was, it, it was just, and once again, and here's the thing, what do we, so what we reward? We rewarded dynasty team. You know what I'm saying? Like Alabama's in it every fucking year. They're always around. I like it when they're not in it. I got to be honest with you, because to me, that means other teams have taken a step to them and gotten to them. So we throw them back in. And if now everything being said, Michigan now has a tough one four game that they didn't anticipate. You know what what's, I'm saying? So, what's funny is they also they showed uh, there was video of them when they showed the four seed, and the whole team went, "Ah, oh. uh, of course, sure. Like, why, why wouldn't they?" And it it, it kind of is shitty. And I so now I think Michigan would win the whole thing, or I want Michigan to win the whole thing. Let's put it that way. I picked them to win the whole thing. I I think me and you said it. There's no way Alabama doesn't win this whole thing. Yeah, Alabama's <laughs> winning it. 
They, there's no way. I mean, Michigan would have to play. I, I, can Michigan beat them? Yes, they can. But there is no way that Alabama is not rolling through the state. And all of a sudden, and then will his panel say, see, we told you. See, yeah. we told you. But they'll move on. Yeah, we told you we got the right team in there. So, hey, you know, you go wait, Sean. I'm sorry. All right. What do you got? What'd you pull up? No, say what you, you pulled up first. No, no, no. I, I, I was just looking at their schedule from the No, year. because what did, what did uh, Alabama finish last year? Nine and two? Uh, excuse me, nine and three, not nine and three, ten and two. I think ten and two, uh, eleven and two with the bowl game. Okay, no, so wait, but ten and two before that, we couldn't have put Alabama's ten and two team in the top four last year, and they still could have won a championship. So it yeah. doesn't matter. That's what I'm trying to say. You could put Alabama wherever the fuck you want to. They when they miss it, they could still come in and run the fucking table the two games. So to sit here and be like, oh, they deserve it. They they they, they could win it every year. Here's the funny thing in that game, in, yeah. in last year's team. Last year's team was probably better. Uh, Wait, they, what I'm about? I'm sorry. Alabama's team last year was probably better. They, they lost. Okay. They had they a better lost, quarterback, right? They lost by a field goal at number six, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. And they lost by a point in overtime to Brian Kelly and LSU last LSU. year. And okay. that, when they went for two, Brian, uh, Brian Kelly did. Correct. So, yes. So they went two hostile top 10 games. Two hostile environments, two schools that absolutely fucking hate Alabama's guts, and they lost by a combined four points. They're four points away from being 12 and 13 and 0 last year. Yeah, so there you go. So that team's just as. And meanwhile, they lost to Texas this year by 10. Mm-hmm. So I'm just saying, I. Well, Alabama's their quarterback play wasn't, wasn't that good this year. It got better as the season went on. As, as it went on a little. Um, Alabama's always going to be Alabama, and I get that. I just get tired of the lack of transparency with all this stuff. But, all right, let's review the New Year's Six games. We can make whatever picks right now and, and make official ones once we get closer to the actual games. But uh, Shadi has got to go in like 25 minutes, so I want to also touch on the NFL. All right, all right, so New Year's Six, Rose Bowl. We got in the first semi, Michigan versus Alabama. If I'm picking today, I'm picking Alabama. Uh, I'm doing the same. I'm doing the same. Sugar I think Bowl, Michigan got fucked. So fucked just I. as much as uh, Florida State. <laughs> in the Sugar Bowl, uh, I've got Wash- it's Washington versus Texas. I've got Texas winning that. Uh, it's not a home game, but close enough. Uh, so... I've got a rematch of Texas versus Alabama in the final. Okay. No, and I'll go with that. I don't think Bosch, I think Texas is on a mission. So I go, I same thing, Alabama winning. Um, if today, if we're saying yeah. talking today. Yeah. In the peach, you got Penn state versus Ole Miss. I think that'll be a fun game. I'm going Ole Miss. You know what? I'm going to say Penn state pulls it out. Okay. My thing is quarterback play. I think Ole Miss has the best. No, no, I get it. I just, you know, I just think a team, you know, the sun, sun shines on a dog's ass once in a while. So I'll give it to Penn State. In the Cotton Bowl, you got Ohio State versus Mizzou. I have no idea who the hell's starting in for Ohio State at quarterback since their guy <laughs> entered the transfer portal. Um, so I'm going to go with Mizzou. Uh, you have to because we, we, you don't even know what you're getting. And you know half their receivers aren't playing either at Ohio State. So, yeah. So. In the Fiesta, you got Oregon versus Liberty. Ooh. Get Clark yourself Parker. a Liberty sweatshirt. 
You had a Liberty sweatshirt. <laughs> I almost went to school there. Did you? A couple of years ago when I finished my master's, I almost used the rest of my uh, GI Bill to go there and get their uh, sports management graduate certificate. Huh. So I was like, well, at least I'll just have a bunch of paperwork on my wall. Uh, so Where is it, Sean? Tennessee. Where's it look? Tennessee? Oh, okay. It's a, it's a uh, Protestant uh Christian University. Yeah, no, I never knew where they were. Though. I I didn't know where they were located. They yeah. they make the NCAA tournament every once in a while. I have no idea where the fuck they're from though. <laughs> well, now you do. I'm going Oregon. That's it. It's 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 a tough call, but I'll do the same. <laughs> then again, Bo Nix might not play because he's got a, the draft to prepare for. So I don't. I, I, they're probably still a better team. <laughs> yeah. And then the Orange Bowl, you got Florida State versus Georgia, and I've got the fucking SEC sweeping everything in the New Year's Six. Georgia's <laughs> gonna win. You know what? One or two, I, I, I'm wishing for one or two things. I want Florida State to win so they could say, listen, we beat the fucking one of the better teams in the country. So I want them to win, or I want them to go there. And then after the national anthem's done and they're coming out, I want them to walk off the fucking field and leave and take the forfeit. The coach awesome. pull his all his men off, say, fuck it, we're out of here. We got fucked. That's it. And they do it with honor, though. They don't <clears> cry. <throat> They do it with honor. They say, listen, you guys made this a fucking joke. I hope your TV deals and all your money and all your shit, you can find the school, whatever you want. I'm not paying it. We're not fucking, we're walking off. Goodbye. And leave the helmets. Do something. Leave the helmet. Take a shit on the field. Do something. They got to do something. Do, you know, do, do something. Make this, don't make it a, don't make it a, a spectacle. Just do it with class. Everybody hold their helmets in their hands. Sit there. They'll go, they'll be calling on the field. Coach, you're bringing people on the field. And everybody just turns sideways and walk right through the tunnel. And if they want to do from Animal House, <laughs> you'll be expelled. I'll get rid of everybody. You'll all be gone. <laughs> you know, they can all walk out. I would like for Florida State to win just so we could have the uh, split national championship thing where they're claiming the national championship, even though they didn't play in the, in the college football playoff like UCF Wasn't did. It? Yeah, that's that's – Wacky, you're right. They should do that. I would love that. They they start selling like championship hats and t-shirts and shit on their own like school website. Like, I would love yeah. that. I would buy one. No, it would be. I, I I would hope Florida State wins that game. But, all right, we will get more into the bigger bowl to the other bowls as we get closer to sure uh, that time, and we have more more time. My wife's got to go grocery shopping this morning, so I apologize, folks. But now we're gonna do a quick twenty minutes on the NFL. Let me go to last week's scores. All right. So let's see. Any craziness. Cow, uh, Cowboys won that game against Seahawks. We already talked about that. Falcons and Jets in a barn burner last weekend. I hate the Jets. 13 to 8 loss. <laughs> Colts beat yeah. the Titans in overtime. Mm -hmm. Chargers beat the Pats in game of the year. <laughs> Six to nothing. Please tell me again how sure, Justin that, Herbert's the best quarterback in the fucking world. That's, is, is that not ridiculous? It's ridiculous. The Jets scored more points against the fucking Chargers with Zach against the Pats with Zach Wilson. So cool. Uh, the Lions held on and beat the Saints after starting out up twenty one nothing. They won thirty three twenty eight. Steelers. That's the only thing that scares me about them. I, I don't. Steelers are now lost two in a row as they've lost to the Cardinals and then the and Pats. then the Patriots turned around and put up a bunch on them. Um, Dolphins crushed the Commanders. Texans beat the Broncos. 
I, I really like that Texans team, as I've said. Buccaneers hold yeah. on to beat the Panthers. Browns got housed by the Rams. Niners beat the ever-living shit out of the Eagles. I was not expecting that. Yeah. Um, Taylor Swift went to Green Bay and saw her boyfriend lose. <laughs> and the Bengals, after Trevor Lawrence got injured, which is big for the Jags right now, uh, yeah. go ahead and, and beat the Jaguars 34-31 in overtime. This week, we've got two buys. We got Washington and Arizona go, getting a bye week in week 14. Okay. Uh, <laughs> biggest game of today, I'm going to go with Bills Chiefs and then Eagles Cowboys tonight. What and about uh, Texans and Jets? Zach Wilson's back, his triumphant return. In another monsoon, by the way, Sean, it rains here every fucking Sunday. And today's going to be four inches of rain. Well, the good news is tickets are as low as $7. So if you want to get out there and get soaked. <laughs> the bad news is they're not $3. <laughs> no, that's how much the uh, service fee is. Jaguars are Browns, tickets as low as 13 folks. Get them while they're hot. Wow. Ravens tickets are really only 15 bucks. Wow, that ain't bad. Probably sitting on top of the stadium, but you know, if you're not scared of heights, that's fine. All right, I gotta start looking. Maybe me, I could take the boys to a game before the season ends. All right, but anyway, this season is becoming a real shit show. I don't know who the <laughs> hell is gonna make the playoffs in, in any like conference. Uh currently in the American football conference, the AFC, you got the Dolphins as the one seed, which I really like that team. I know I shouldn't as a Jets fan. But I like Mike McDaniels. I like what Tua is doing. Tyreek's playing great. He should be an MVP candidate. Um, just a uh, fun team to watch. Number two is the Ravens. Number three is the Chiefs. Number four is the Jags. Cleveland's still holding on at number five. Then the Colts and the Texans. So look at look at that. Look at those last three teams: Browns, Colts, Texans. You didn't yep. right? Didn't expect that. And the Texans, I mean, the Colts are doing it with Gardner Minshew. They're not even doing it with the kid they drafted because he's hurt. Can I tell you, can we can we stop underselling Gardner Minshew? You know what I mean? Like, I, is he is he Tom Brady? No, but is he is he serviceable enough, whatever team that he plays or whenever he gets a start, that he that he can he can put up some numbers or and look or at least lead a team to victory, whether it's a calming influence, even if he doesn't play well, something. I mean, maybe this this guy could be a starter on a bunch of teams. When we're when they're always talking about this team doesn't have a quarterback, why is this guy just have to go from team to team year to year, hoping that somebody gets hurt? <laughs> I wish the Jets would have traded for him earlier in the season. Yeah. Um. All right, and the NFC, even though they took an ass whooping, the Eagles are still number one at ten and two, followed by the Forty ers then the Lions, both nine and three. Uh, four seed is the Falcons, currently at six and six. Unreal. Five seed is Dallas, who with a win today can be the uh, NFC East leader. Yeah. Uh, the Vikings are sixth at six and six. And the Packers are seventh at six and six, followed by the Rams and Seahawks, both at six and six. Unreal. Unreal. Football sucks. It does. <laughs> it is just so bad. So bad. But yeah, so I mean, the Packers at six and six. Love looked pretty good this past week. And I'm going to say this, if they go on a run, 
there will be a lot of talk about sitting rookie quarterbacks going back to the way it was. Oh, well, yeah. well it's the way it should be anyway. Um, here's the other, no, the only reason, this is what I feel bad for, because this has, Packers get in, and I just think even just getting into the playoffs, they look at it as they made the right move to get rid of Rodgers. Ha- you know what I mean? And clearly, one had nothing to do with the other because the guy got hurt mm-hmm. on a fluke, just running back, you know, taking a stop drop, uh, getting tackled. But the other thing is, the Packers should be, in third place in a division right now, a team, you know, if this is NFL 20 years ago, there's a team with a much better record getting into the, pl- the playoffs and playing better than the Packers. Although they are playing a, a little decent. Look, they look, they beat the chiefs at home. I, I won't take anything away from them, but I, I just, if the Packers turn around and make this like we won, yeah, we, you know, we won the Rogers deal and, you know, uh, just be thankful. Y'all where you are. That's it. I agree with you. Don't start gloating. Shall we get to our picks? Sure. Sorry, I know this has kind of been quick and whatever. Oh, hey, listen, that's fine. Um, speed uh, week. It's speed week. Yeah. <laughs> Next week, we won't be having a show, folks. My parents will be in town, or we'll have it earlier in the week. Uh, hey! I figure that out because we're doing our big O'Connor Christmas thing up in uh, New Jersey next Saturday. Oh, have a good time. Have a good time. <laughs> I just need somebody to put an update in O'Connor land, our fa- family Facebook page about uh, about the money. I heard yeah, you say it too. Uh, I'm we'll, like, we'll get it out. Sure. I'm like, I, just I don't know how much I need to bring. I don't know what get, how many gifts I need to bring. Please, somebody tell me. I can't remember. Yet. Bring 205s and uh, <laughs> 25 gifts. Hey, we um, should do the show next Friday and get your old man on with us. <laughs> that'd be fun. Yeah. That would be fun. We, we will, uh, I will we'll try to work him over on that. Because, yeah, we didn't get to the Hall of Fame stuff, but we could do that next week with him. Right. Mm-hmm. So, folks, we're next week we're going to pick our 10 guys from the list or however many you feel comfortable with, up to 10 for the Hall of yeah. Fame. Because the Major League Baseball Hall of Fame voting is a shit show, and how some guys get in and other guys don't is beyond whatever to me. But My favorite thing is I didn't vote for this guy because I knew he'd get in. What? Yeah. <laughs> What? <laughs> so you voted for somebody who wasn't going to get in, <laughs> it just, right? Isn't it? It's it's stupid. Yeah. All um, right. Well, how are we doing on all picks? Where are we? So right now you are still leading. Yeah, no, but I needed the Lions to fucking hold on. And I was... Yeah, you 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 dropped. You dropped. You had a six point week last week. Yeah, I know. So did I. I had a three point week. So <laughs> I, I you you expanded your lead by three yet again. Uh, you're now up 72 to 65 with a winning percentage of 615. Wow, look at that. Minus 556. Johnny, I don't have his picks, uh, um, but Johnny has 48 points. At the end of the year, I'll just take what he's done and, and average that out to see how he did sure. you know, based on how, how much more he gets into. But all right, this week, I will lead off. It's a tough week. Well, one point, correct? Yes. Okay. I, I'm taking the New York Jets plus five and a half. Wow. New York Jets is. All righty. Um, so what do we got? A one point pick, right? Correct. Uh, it's, you know what, Sean? I just think that's, it's, 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 it's a ballsy call just because of, actually, no, because the Texas, it's supposed to be shitty weather. I like, I applaud you. Thank you. All right. You know, I don't know the, uh, 
the weather on the East Coast here on these uh, some of these teams. My one point, I shall take because I'm not a big fan of this team, but I'm going to say the Eagles bounce back for one point. And that's plus three and a half. Correct. It's a good pick. I thought I looked at that one hard. Yeah, I. You know what? I just I can't trust it to take it hard. Not that these other picks. Are, yeah. Other picks are shitty too. <laughs> All right, here you got a three. My three. I am going to take, and this could blow in my face also because it's just a pick em game. I'm going to take the Colts. I'm going to say they All ride right. it. I looked at that one as well. I did not select it. Okay. I went with the, for my three-pointer, the New York football Giants getting six and a half against Green Bay on Monday Night Football. Look at this guy. All new. Go New York. Go New York. Go. <laughs> wow. All right. And for my five, I'm, ta- I'm taking Buffalo. No, I'm not. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm actually taking the Broncos plus three and a half. You know what? Mm. I forget who they're playing. I had but- a the, no, I had I had the I I just after coming off of last week and I do hate the Chargers. I won't. I'm not gonna. They would. They would just. I toyed with them. Okay. I am going to take my my. You know, I watched them play last week. I, I should. I had three teams for the five. Shawnee, you know what? Give me. Give me the Falcons in a in a in a field goal game. <laughs> they were minus two and a half. Yeah, two and a half on all. So, all right. Hey, that game can't be affected by weather, folks, unless the roof collapses. So. <laughs> That's Atlanta. Um, yeah, true. <laughs> but all right, so you got the Falcons at minus two and a half, the Colts a pick 'em, and the Eagles plus three and a half. I've got the Broncos plus three and a half, the Giants plus six and a half, and the Jets plus five and a half. Huh? I, I'm either going to get a nine or a zero. That's what's going to happen. This no, week. this could be this could be the pick. This could be the week. We, I could we have three different picks. I I could I could have totally blown this, and uh, you could you make the move. I mean, going into week fifteen, we'll be neck and neck. Last time I had the Giants, they won, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick with them. Last time I had the Jets, they lost, so I I'm I'm. I too like to live dangerously, uh, <laughs> but all right, folks, that's all we have. Uh, last thing, the Lakers won the first in-season tournament. LeBron adds something else ah. to his list of accomplishments. Although who really gives a shit? Um, mm. I was just happy to see the Knicks make it as far as they did because it's the Knicks. Um, if if this makes it to the back of LeBron's uh, basketball card, I'll kick somebody in the dick because <laughs> this was ridiculous. I don't give a shit what anybody says. They could have done whatever they wanted with the fucking basketball courts and had it. And look, yeah, at the bottom, at the end of the thing, I don't know, did it make this next season any more exciting? No. And I just hope that they push forward. I, I hope the Knicks play well. Yeah. I'm, hey, they got a trip to Vegas. Yeah, big fucking day. They fucking go wherever they want. I'm yeah. sick this to me was a colossal nobody gives a fuck but we'll see (laughs) we'll see all right folks we will keep you posted on what we're doing next week i will talk to my dad i think it'd be fun to have him on especially talking baseball um definitely and even if we just did did a little baseball and all football picks 
That's yeah. right. We can condense it because we'll be meeting each other in Jersey a little. You guys got a long drive and, uh, you know, we'll be there. So, yeah, maybe even we'll just do that. We'll do a quick Hall of Fame and, uh, and, and, and our football and uh, we'll take it from there. Yeah, we don't need to do any of the college football bowl games until the week after because none of the good ones start until after yeah. Christmas anyway. So, um, And if we get any other free agency, we'll uh, talk about that. Yep. But all right, all right, folks, that's all we have this week. Thank you for joining us. I'm hoping to get this out before kickoff, so we will see if I make that uh, goal. So, But all right, that's all we got, folks. Have a great week. We will be back next week with an all-new episode. And until then, be a friend, tell a friend. Let them know that we're out here.